Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, everybody. This is Guest Thursday, and uh, we have a very special guest uh, from uh, Rhode Island, the uh, the East Coast, and uh, they have a great story to share with us. Bob and Mindy uh, Penny, we're just uh, thrilled uh, to have you on. Welcome. Um, Good morning. Where where exactly? We see that we see that beautiful Christmas tree in the back. Uh, Where where are you at home, and where's where's your home at? What town are you guys in? We're in Providence, Rhode Island. We are in our apartment, and um, we've lived here. Mindy's lived here all her life. I've lived here since we met Not in, in this apartment. <laughs> 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 this is new. This is empty nesting. Empty right. nest time, yeah. Yeah, you were just sharing. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Because uh, uh, you have, how many children do you have? We have four children. Yeah, and, yeah. They're, and they're all uh, adults, right? They're all adults, yep, and a grandchild. So uh, you used to have a nice big house. Now you have an empty nest house, and you had everybody over to that empty nest house. So, Is uh, it an apartment downtown Providence? Where Where are we at? We're on the east side, so we're in a, um area. We're actually in um, a bottom part of a old home, so it's oh, it's a pretty decent size apartment it's not um but there is only one extra bedroom which is what causes the chaos um, <laughs> we're, we're used to a lot of space so um yeah it's been it's been a more of a challenge than we thought that right? i mean we love it it's not an adjustment <laughs> for us i'm so happy i can stand in my kitchen look at my dining room and look at my den i'm good to go yeah that's right well, so, uh, we first of all, I'd love to you know, get to know you a little bit. So uh, why don't you each share with us how, how you came to know Christ? So Mindy, why don't you go ahead and start? What, um, how did you come to know Christ in your life? Yeah, so I um, was brought up Catholic my whole life. So I've always had a long tradition of um, being in a Catholic church, going to a Catholic church. Um, Bob and I met at a Catholic college, Providence College. Um, and we basically brought our children up Catholic and um, right through all of the sacraments, we confirmed everybody. Um, but about probably uh, 20 plus years ago, before I started the company, um, but uh, right probably around the same time, I started reading the Bible. Um, and the more I read the Bible, the, the more... <laughs> The more I was seeking, the more I was actually going to Christian conferences. I started going to Christian conferences, um, and I'll let Bob tell his story. But we both started watching Christian preachers on television, which um, you know we went from one that kind of is the grab to another one that's a little bit deeper. And then um, sat in church one day, and all of our kids were, you know, confirmed and done and not coming to church with us anymore. Um, and however, we, we, uh, we made a decision to start looking for another church. Bob was in a, 
Bible study um, for men, businessmen down in um, in downtown Providence. And there was a pastor there who actually had a church and we're like, well, let's give it a go. Um, it was a very unconventional church, but he was uh, an incredible man of the word. Like he could, mm -hmm. he could just Bible it like nobody. Um, I we probably he's was very brilliant. Um, however, in that transition, one thing I will mention because that it has caused some of the chaos in our family, uh, we did not do a great job bringing our children along with us. Um, I was more under the uh, sort of understanding that we brought them to a place of where they would be when we went to college, we went to church. We would we would go to midnight mass we would do these things so we kind of carried our family's tradition our kids were kind of doing that but we were in a place where they weren't really going to church and we weren't forcing them to go anymore they had done it we were a every sunday church we didn't do soccer we didn't do we were in church front row six people every sunday um and in the catholic church that is unusual that is not usual um we came to find out we were the only family that put all four kids from in CCD mm -hmm. from beginning to end and they never missed a year like we we were in it and I think a lot of that had to do with being in the Bible and understanding no this is part of you know what what you do um, as I think it's kind of clear that the Catholic religion isn't as as Bible minded I think that's a weird thing to say I'm not sure how to explain that because I'm completely respectful of the Catholic religion but um, I, I I think that we were just seeking more. Part of our issue is we didn't really know in that transition that we weren't being as verbal about it and that we kind of lost mm. our kids along the way. And it became something that became a major issue in our family. Yeah. Um, and the church we were in being so unconventional um, was did not sit well with them pastor didn't sit well with them it was a little bit too much for what they were used to without explanation um because i don't think we clearly knew what was going on to be honest with you i don't think we had completely committed to get out of the catholic church but we were just in transition ourselves mm -hmm. but we knew that we were being called to something um and so uh great good news We've got three who are, you know, in the word. Ashton actually just baptized her baby on um, on Sunday. It was really sweet. We had the party for 30 people here, which was interesting. Another probably won't happen again moment. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of space, but, but it worked. Um, but um, she actually, uh, they didn't have their marriage blessed because they were in a place where they sort of didn't know where they were. And so they've actually committed back to the Catholic Church, um, which I'm thrilled about. And we've had lots of discussion about what that means coming to Christ, you know, just not just don't just do it for doing it, doing it because mm -hmm. you're dedicating your life to bring your kid up in God with God and, and under the guise of Jesus in a relationship with him. So she's kind of. I'm not sure exactly which way they'll end up going, but this was a really big step for them. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they had their marriage blessed. Yeah. So the, it was a beautiful, beautiful Sunday That's for sweet. us. Yeah, it was really great. Um, and then we have our two sons are in the word and doing amazing things. They're in a 30 day challenge right now of sort of giving back. And they've got, you know, and this is outside of us at all. They are doing our, their whole own Bible studies and 
um, we can get into what we do at our business that my son Bobby works in. And I think it's been sort of the catalyst and he's the older brother. So I think it's kind of helped. Um, but the beautiful thing is in all the turmoil, it hasn't come from us. It's actually been them seeking themselves and their relationship with Christ and these beautiful things that come out of their mouth of, you know, being evident that they're in the Bible. So, um, so even though the transition was a little bit rocky, um, and we've been, we've been baptized in the Christian church for nine years now. So we can still call ourselves baby Christian because we're still working it out every day. So (laughs) after, so after you were married is, uh, you, when you came to have a relationship with Christ, uh, when you went and started to do in the church and Bob, then did you, did you basically do that together? Wind up having that relationship as you understood it together after you had, had been married? Hey, Bob, could you speak up a little bit or move over a little bit toward the mic there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, that's good. Mindy really was in the Bible. We would have coffee and watch TBN and Daystar and watch preachers in, in different parts of the country that we said, wow, what an uplifting message. These are really helpful and practical and it just was so opposite of the sit stand kneel wrote catholic <laughs> masses which were just you know just really no life in them and, and i we'd both been ccd teachers i had been on the, the finance committee of our church um and it it was really tough to transition as as mindy mentioned um it all started with a businessman's bible study and then we attended a church um where actually one of our our uh fellow uh, members was connected with you already, Rich, and was a member of C12. So it really was a great situation, except for the pastor um, who was, you know, a little bit, he was the son of a preacher who had moved his family here from Oklahoma, a Baptist Baptist preacher. Um, And he was a great teacher, but he was immature. And it just really, when we would have him over the house, it just really turned our children the other way. Yeah. That said, I, we were thrilled, I think, to I really didn't know about the concept of being baptized again and reconfirming uh, your commitment and, and basically surrendering to Christ. So that was an exciting time for us. And yet it was hollow in that we didn't invite anybody to the ceremony. We just we mm. our children thought we had joined a cult. They thought mm-hmm. we were going to be leaving everything to this, you know, single person who was seemingly very, uh, you know, territorial, jealous. Mindy ended up employing a couple of the people that were members of the church. It was a great experience in most ways. The church since since has has disbanded, um, but we not, not surprising. Yeah, we uh, we we always know that there's nothing wasted in God's economy, and it was mm-hmm. it was it was His perfect timing that brought us back, and and. Um, you know, it's just been it's been an amazing journey since May third, twenty fifteen was the uh, was the day we were baptized again. Oh, beautiful! That's uh, exciting. Take us back uh, since you since you met before you both became believers. Take us back to how did you meet? What attracted you to each other? And how did you decide to get married? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like there's a good story here. <laughs> it's not, it might not be one that's good for your audience. <laughs> hey, authenticity is a good thing. <laughs> that's the word of 2023. Yeah. I saw yesterday that authentic is the word for oh. 2023. Well, there you go. <laughs> I like authentic. Uh, yeah, we were in college together. So 
Um, and, and, and being a Catholic college, I think our college was probably number one school voted it for partying at the time or whatever. So um, we spent a lot of time having a lot of fun together. And um, <laughs> I, I had dated somebody actually since I was in like literally 11 years old, 12 years old childhood and, and into, into college. And we met my junior year, his sophomore year. And um, I'm going to go far out on a limb and say he might have had a slight crush on me. And I was <laughs> dating somebody else that everybody knew I was dating and saying, let it go, whatever. Um, but we we basically hung out. We definitely had an automatic attraction to each other. But um, I was pretty honorable in my relationship. Um, so I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend and oh it wasn't right away after that but it was pretty soon after that that we um we started hanging out we were perfectly fine being friends we were friends for maybe three or four months before we started dating um but there was definitely an undeniable draw there so <laughs> and bob go ahead and lean in a little bit bob yeah Yep. At Mindy's point, we were definitely filled with the spirit, a different kind of spirit in those days, <laughs> not the Holy One necessarily. We, I think the Holy Spirit was in us. We just were drowning that with other spirits for a few years. But now we, um, and ironically, the great, one of, another great story is uh, Mindy was one college grade ahead of me and, and she had borrowed, she actually moved to my hometown um, her first year out and I was still attending the college we were at. So I'd see her family around. She'd see my mom and go have coffee and and, uh, and visit with my mom. And my mom loaned her a, a dining room table for her first apartment that oh, was sweet. in our attic. And she called to return but, it. Wait, you didn't, this, this section that you're missing is we broke up. You for, did, on, uh, Valentine's, and, Day. on Valentine's Day. We oh. did not celebrate Valentine's Day. Of my but, senior year. <laughs> so we, we, and we broke up in a really lovely way, in a way that was just where, where where we clearly have something here, but go do your senior year. And I'm gonna do my first year out of college and I'm not coming back here to, you know, it was just a, but again, to Bob's point, he was locally where I grew up and I moved to right out of side of Boston in Belmont, Mass to where his family was. Uh. And we still stayed completely connected to our families and we stopped speaking. Like after a little while of this very nice copacetic relationship that we had, we, we ended up just kind of completely not not speaking um, for a minute, maybe three months. And so, but but I would still go eat dinner with his mother. I would go out with his brothers. He would hang out with my family. <laughs> my parents would take him out. And so we we got very close and, and were with our families. And to Bob's point, I borrowed this table and I went moved with it to Quincy. But when I was moving out of Quincy, I had to call his mom to return the table and he answered the phone. That's when we had phones. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't know where each other were. We weren't tracking each other. It was God's literal divine providence. And just for the record, we went to Providence College. So we always have this divine oh, providence. And uh, that's when Bob answered the phone. And that and that reignited. And groveled. That reignited, reignited <laughs> your, your get, starting to date again and get married. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's so fun. That's, how, how many years you've been married now? Be thirty-two in May. Thirty-two. No, it's like thirty-three. Oh, thirty-two in May. It'll be thirty-two yeah, in congratulations. May. Congratulations. May, May of ninety-two. Yeah. Thank you. And our in and out dating lasted for like five years before 
we got engaged, I think. I think it was at least five years. Yeah, that's neat. Um, yeah. And I know you're both, uh, you know, kind of entrepreneurs. So tell us a little bit about uh, your businesses uh, that you have. I have a quick story, and I'll let Mindy talk about hers. Um, I was in wealth management for 22 years as an investment advisor. I was a finance major in college and left um, a well-known private banking situation to start something new. I'd been recruited away by a headhunter, and it just didn't materialize. I got into promotional products by accident, and I still am a promotional products consultant for corporations and nonprofits and whatnot. And I love doing that. And then in November of 2020, uh, one of our daughters, the one who just made us grandparents, all she had ever done was work in the in the human resources and, and talent space. And she convinced me uh, while working for a Fortune 100 company in HR that we should start a recruiting business. And, um, and we did. And we still have that. Um, she's actually moved on to become Mindy's full-time HR director. Um, although I stole I her and it's not bad. <laughs> It's not, it's not been the best thing for him, but for the family. Yeah, so all good. Um, Ashton can still help me with uh, talent searches. And because she knows a lot of people, people call her first when they're out of work. And I've always mm -hmm. been a, a networker and a connector, and I enjoy doing that, and it comes naturally to me. So we have a promotional products consultancy. We have an employment consultancy. And then Mindy will take it from there. Um. And I have a construction supply company and a rebar fabrication um, shop is what they call it. It's all inclusive, all in one. But um, we serve the construction industry. Um, it's a pretty heavy business. It's getting heavier by the day. I will say since I've been in C12, um, which is the Christian CEO group that I'm sure you guys have spoken about before. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've probably grown 10 times. Um, wow. Yeah. No, it's, and I've only been a member for four years. So it's been pretty unbelievable to watch God grow his business because I truly believe that's what it is. And I, and I have to say, like in our marriage, um, you know, Lyndon is the sole really provider for our, our marriage, which is a little bit of a flip um, from most marriages. So it's definitely been something that, we're constantly working on, but I think we're both super grateful that God's given us the blessing of, of Lyndon and that, um, you know, we, we know that he's given it to us and it really mm -hmm. fundamentally, um, it employs two of our children. Um, we employ, you know, 25, 22 to 25 people. Um, it's, uh, and, and we know that God's put me in charge of that to steward you know, his kingdom. And that's basically mm. we, we, because of that, it makes it a little bit easier, but certainly um, the responsibility and the challenges are real in that. Um, but it's awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's great. Um, do you, uh, I know you have an office. Do you, do you operate Bob out of your house then, or do you have a place you go to or. I do. My daughter and I had rented space initially. We started the business just as COVID was seven months old. And we realized that, Everybody was already Zoom trained, and we just didn't really have an office to, we didn't really need an office. Nobody needed to come see us. And uh, for my daughter, it was a, a lot more arduous commute from Boston down to um, the suburbs of Boston. For me, it was a much easier commitment. 
Uh, a friend of ours had the space. It was brand new space, and we had a six months option. And once the six months was up, we were able to get out of it, and it didn't cost us anything. So uh, it was great while we started and gave it that initial push and, and momentum and sense of purpose. But um, I work from home now. Oh, good. Good. With both of you guys, if you don't mind me asking, both of you guys having companies and both of you having this entrepreneurial spirit and such strong leadership, is that ever difficult when it comes to your marriage? I mean, you, you've you got two very separate large entities that you're, are, you know, big things in your lives there. I'm just curious how that plays out. Go ahead, you answer this one. <laughs> well, you know, Mindy is not just, I, I've said this in, in interviews for C12 for her, she's really the franchise for her family. She's the first call that everybody makes in her family to find out what are we doing for Thanksgiving? What are we doing for the holidays? Mm. Is this person, okay, everybody uses Mindy to check in on everybody else without having to call that person. Uh, if they know somebody's in crisis, if anybody's right. in crisis, they come to Mindy. She She was a social work major which is laughable that she runs a construction supply company now. But again, God's sense of humor is better than anybody else. Um, and I would say the only issue is sometimes the CEO mode when she comes home, mm -hmm. just something that's a natural, she's a natural leader. And I think sometimes um, her just becoming Mrs. Penny or my friend is, it, it's just a little bit, it, it's not easy to just flip the switch on and off. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I give her grace. And I love I, the way you're sugarcoating. This is beautiful. I, I, give, her, <laughs> I give her grace. And, I give her grace in that. Sometimes I do have to remind her I'm not an employee. I, I, mm -hmm. I, um, I don't work for her. I work hopefully alongside of her and with her, but no, it's, it's, I, and, and my, and just my, 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 my own side of things, um, it, my, even the company that we have is is just my daughter and I. So I don't, I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm not, I don't have the pressures of managing people mm -hmm. other than myself. Okay. I can't manage anybody else besides myself. Um, so for for Mindy, it really is um, a much harder, I guess, perspective to maintain. Um, being a mom, being a grandmother, being mm -hmm. a daughter, aunt, sister. Um, and then, and then, you know, sometimes a lot of hats to wear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll talk more about that. How you, how you, uh, uh, do God's will. Um, as you look at having learned about abiding, um, what, uh, share with the audience, what does that look like to you personally? How do you spend your time in the word journaling? Um, you know, what does that meant to you? And maybe each of you could share a little bit about how you do it, uh, on your relationship with Christ in abiding. So um, I, again, have been in the Bible in the morning for 20-something years. Um, and what's amazing about that is I picked it up for a long time, I mean years, and tried to read it and couldn't get through the first page. Mm. Literally, I was like, what is this? <laughs> um, so when, when the day that I opened it and was like, oh okay you know and i just could get into it god just opened the word to me and it was amazing so i i treasure that time i know it's completely formulated who i am um and who i want to become i mean no doubt about it so um so i had a little bit of a jump on bob in my morning routine of spending time in the word in my other house i actually had a prayer closet 
um, and, and for my friends and family was a true prayer warrior. I mean, I would get in that closet that. And journal and I have prayers of like, you know, the, and I used to do them on post-its and I had cork board all over and I would sit in the closet and I pin up the prayers and, and, uh, spend, uh, time with God in a really amazing way. Um, and since I've moved to this house that has changed a little bit, um, I don't know what it was about that. I'm actually so happy that I left it in that house for whoever was mm -hmm. was there. Um, I I I, I uh, but I'm sure they're not using it the way I use it. I'm sure there are clothes back in it now. But the the what went on in there and transformed in there will always be there. So, um, but I think that uh, once I got into C12, because I'll give them a lot of credit for sort of the way things go. And we started doing the abiding retreats, which we did pretty early on. I think, I think we just did our, our third or fourth one. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we keep coming back for more. I don't think we're excellent at it in my personal way. I'm constantly abiding. I mm -hmm. journal, um, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I, and I, I said this in our last retreat, I am much better at abiding on the things of my business than I am in, not even just in my life when I'm having, you know, a situation, but us together, we're constantly working on that. We can't seem to figure out the rhythm on that yet. Um, I got us both these journaling books that we're using that are leaflet because I'm like, well, we have so many things to abide on. How can we get it all in? And have a page and then a whatever. So I, after our last retreat, I went and looked and I was like, okay, I got us these, let's, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, my personal abiding is pretty consistent and constant, but it is a little bit lacks unity. That's sure. true. Yeah, I, and I, and for my part, I, I never, I never really, I guess part of being a Catholic, I guess I never really realized that God wanted to have a personalized relationship with me. I mean, I think I just always thought that I either had to to do this or do that or be this or be that. So the fact that I could go to God and ask him, um, God, what would you say about this? What, do you, what are you seeing? What, how can I be a better husband, father, what have you? Speak to me. Taking that time alone, um, I think one of the first um, shows that we watched on on TBN was was EXO marriage with uh, Jimmy Evans and his wife Karen, and they talked about the, their their morning routines. They went to different parts of the house and 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 had quiet time alone and kind of had the the golden hour. And so I I still do that. I write I write a lot in my business. I write a lot of emails. I I, I like journaling. I love the the I love the the allure of journaling. Being consistent and making that same time for me is where I, I am challenged. Um, but I would just say that, and I know we're going to cover supernatural living, abiding was a concept that just blew my mind away. And then seeing really Mindy take the lead on it and the applications in her, in her business and with cousins and friends and things that had issues really re reinforced to me why I need to continue to, to, to grow in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I will uh, uh, pick up more of this, and uh, particularly as we talk about discerning God's will together. Uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing your story. It's it's always, it's always exciting. 
to see how God works and put you guys together and, you know, and start to have you walk with him and learn how to enjoy him. Uh, life isn't, isn't that easy and lots of complications as you know, but, uh, we're excited to, uh, we'll have you back next, next week and talk about, uh, some of the decisions you've had to process through and what does that look like and how, how can you as a couple, you know, continue to, to abide, uh, and share that with each other. So thank you so much, Father. We, uh, just are, uh, blessed uh, by the life of uh, Bob and Mindy and, and what they've uh, experienced with you and walking with you and learning to walk with you. And we just pray that they continue to grow and continue to experience uh, your very grand life that you have planned for them. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining us, guys. I am excited to hear the next part of your story, too. And just such a beautiful example, honestly, as you shared, of God pursuing you for years and yeah. years and years. <laughs> and and your heart to stay in there with him and that's so why i just love it beautiful story so uh, we will see you next time and for our listeners thanks for joining us and we'll see you tomorrow with end times friday yep we'll have see a great then. day yep thank you for joining us for today's episode of come and see your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by all for jesus living waters ministry send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.